Tonight, we are going to witness the most anticipated sports podcast in the history of professional sports podcasting. Ladies and gentlemen, let's get ready to rumble! Live from the 8-1-5. Episode 90 of Live from the 815. That's right. Ray John, we're here. Lots of energy. <laughs> Coming in hot. Uh, it's Colton and Jake. Uh, we are recording after a terrible Bucks loss. Jake, how's life? It sucks. I mean, that, that game blew. It really blew. And it's hard to be positive about anything right now. Yes. Uh, I watched that and I watched the Cubs game simultaneously. Turned the Cubs game off in the eighth inning, um, and didn't turn it back on. Obviously, and missed the walk off base hit by Baez. So you know what? This is just a great start to a great day. It's a great time to be alive. Great episode, Jake. Episode ninety. We're only ten away from episode one hundred. Huge surprise for you guys at home for a hundred. Oh yeah, we have something big planned. <laughs> We've been planning it for a while. Planning, planning, planning. That's what we're known for is planning. Real life planning. <laughs> yes, that's us. Um, State of the Union, listener questions, home run derby, drug, I guess, picks, and we're going to finish with, char- with uh, Game of Thrones and a character draft from Game of Thrones. Jake, how do you feel? Or not even a draft. Our top 10 favorite characters. Yes. Jake, Jake how are you feeling about your list? I am confident in my top five, and then it gets murky in the waters. There's so many good characters. I wanted to do a top 15 almost. I could do a top 20 and be like, and like every single character. But this is, uh, that's life, you know? Life only gives you a top 10. This show is all about tough choices. Yep, and life makes a strict line at top 10. That's it. You cannot even think about anymore, but... Let's get back to State of the Union. Uh, depressing times. Jake, uh, two tough losses in Toronto for two different reasons. Bucks are uh, tied 2-2. Thoughts? Uh, thoughts? Uh, the Toronto was rough. It was a rough trip. You know, we played well in Milwaukee. Like, game two was a lot like this game. So it was like a reverse of what happened. So this is my – we just have to strap in. Now it's a series. That's the best way to look at it. You know what I mean? Like, we whooped their ass in game two. They whooped our ass in game four. Now we go back to Milwaukee, and it's 1-1-1. So, Milwaukee, Toronto, Milwaukee. So, uh, <clears throat> I don't know. These were the two best teams in the regular season, and this is this is what basketball is when, you know, you don't have gods playing on the court. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. LeBron, where it didn't really matter what happened in the regular season. Now, the regular season is a great bar to measure how good a team is again and these two teams were really good and we were only we finished only two games ahead of them so this is gonna end up being pretty exciting oh and Um, Bledsoe sucks he fucking does suck I mean I'm fine because uh you know the series hasn't even started how about that 
Yeah, it doesn't start until someone beats someone at home or something like that. So the road team wins or something like that? I don't know. So yeah, series never starts until the road team wins. Yep, yep, facts. So Everyone's it, Yeah, people always talk about it all the time. It hasn't even started, so everyone relax, all right? Yeah, it could be game It, it could be game seven and the Bucks win, and the series, series still hasn't even started yet. No. So, so like, yeah, even it, if the Bucks win in seven, the series will not have started. Yeah. <laughs> So, I mean, that's that baseball, series right? Last year, that Boston series we lost in seven didn't actually happen. It didn't, didn't even start. It didn't <laughs> start. So we can't lose. That is a freaking fact. <laughs> that's actually a funny <clears throat> point to that. You, you always hear that. but um, Thank you. It's really, that's why it's so big that we got home court advantage. I mean, two games. So it, every game was pretty important this season. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, it was. It was just a game. Where, I mean, this is a basketball is probably my least favorite sport to watch, and every time because I, I don't have good insight on it, every time I was expect because like you can basically tell how a game's gonna go by like the percentage of times that they that somebody hits a big shot and the Raptors just weren't missing they were not missing shots. Yeah, it felt like I wanted to, I wanted to say that too like the Bucks. Like they shot a fine percentage from three, but I swear they were 0 for 10 in meaningful threes. You know, ones yes. that would change the tide, they would always miss, and the Raptors would always make the ones that change the tide. Also, Raptors bench blew our bench out of the water. We're supposed to be the deep team. They have Norman Powell, Serge Ibaka, and Rockford native Fred Van Vliet finally shows up. Woo! <laughs> So that's that's the one positive is that Fred can stop getting. Sh- they were shitting on him every game. They were everybody every time was. Fred he's, touched the ball. He's played the last very bad this postseason. Yes, but every time they touched the ball, they'd be like, you know, he's missed a bunch of shots. Just he's over for his last fifty. Yeah, I don't like the coverage of it, but um, I don't know. Also, Kawhi looks injured. Maybe I think the media might be making a bigger story about it than it is, but um. He de- he's definitely banged up out there. Yeah, so he, that, he came that, down that, awkward a few times and was like gimping. So, but honestly, every, everybody's injured and hurt and tired at this point. Yes, yes. Uh, but seriously though, we got we should talk about how Bledsoe is just not good in the playoffs. He's just a small-minded man. Like he can't handle the big situations. Yeah, he has He hasn't looked too hot ever this postseason. Um, I mean, unless you count the Pistons series, which I don't. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. Well, I mean, that started. That one started before this one started, so you can think about that. True, true. Think, think about that, folks. It started at three zero. <laughs> that series. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't know. It's it's just a real bummer. I'm really. Uh, that's all I got, man. Bucks missed yeah, every just... shot that you're like, oh, this is big. Missed. Then it was a turnover. And then, and it wasn't even like the Raptors were making layups. They were huge dunks or huge threes. Kyle Lowry had like a pull-up J from like 66 feet. And then the very next time down the floor, he had like a 68-foot three. It was, crowd was going crazy. Drake was, Drake was rubbing Nick Nurse's shoulders in like a very big moment yeah. in the game. And I was like. <laughs> I don't even want to like acknowledge Drake because I feel like he, uh. I don't know, like, he he's just, they show him so much that he becomes, like, a thing, but he's not a thing. He doesn't affect Giannis, him celebrating on the side of the court. 
all, all the other fans are also still. Giannis probably doesn't even know who Drake is. Like Giannis might not like, know who Drake man. is. Who do you think the man. Greek Drake is? The Greek Drake? Yeah. I have no idea. I don't know anything about Greece. <laughs> <laughs> There's a Greek Drake out there. And Giannis is like, oh, he's, I am a big fan of him. Of Jirak. Jirak. Uh, uh, and also, the Raptors made more free throws than the Bucks took, so that's another big problem. Oh yeah, um, you know it's basically just been adjustments, and they adjusted to Giannis in Game Three and Four. He wasn't dominant, and here we are. We're at we're at two two. I think it's easy as that because Giannis in Game Three did not look good. No, he looked bad last game. I think he was fine this game. I don't think it was his fault, but uh, people were knocking down the important. It was really it felt like. It was the momentum shots weren't going in for us, and it was just over and over and over again. But so game five the, coming up. The momentum shooters are Brogdon, and Brogdon was like zero for nine at one point, and he's a huge momentum like t- shifter for us. And um, Miritich was also missing three after three, so. Yeah, just a bad game. Got to move on. Go back to Milwaukee. Get your heads out of your asses. Miritich looked just lazy out there at times, so that was annoying. But um, just got to get their heads out of their asses, and they can win this series easy peasy. Okay, the series hasn't started yet, so who cares? I'm hasn't not even started. Stressed. Hasn't even started yet, so I'm not hasn't worried. Even hasn't even started. <sighs> game five coming up. Prediction. Go. Game five prediction. I think the Bucks. I think it's gonna be like. Uh, Overtime, fourth quarter win for the Bucks. I think Giannis comes out, scores thirty-five, and like they pull, maybe they pull away and win by six or something, and to end the game or eight. But it's gonna be, it's gonna be a bloodbath. I think. I'm, so. I'm predicting a double digits win for the Bucks. Nobody listens to this, so if I'm wrong, uh, no one's gonna know. But if I'm right, I'm gonna bring it up again in the future. So. <laughs> <laughs> It's gonna it's it's gonna be a win where everyone's like, oh, game six is done. It's over. There's no yeah. way they could the Raptors can come back from this and win game six. <laughs> well, I mean, people just say, oh man, I can't wait for this series to start. That's that's true. <laughs> wow, this these next few games is gonna start the series. This is awesome. <laughs> if if the Bucks win game six after winning game five, the series will start and end at the exact same time. Yes, that's pretty boring for NBA fans if you think about it. Yeah, and people have been saying yeah. the NBA playoffs have been good, but we'll get to that later. <laughs> on a lot of series, like that Bucks uh, Celtics series, the NBA fans didn't even get to watch it. No, it didn't start. But all right, we'll move on. Um, how are the Sox doing? Almost got no hit today. Yes, they are uh, falling below five hundred. We're playing the effing Astros, so it's like I didn't expect us to. I mean, I was hoping it's a four-game series. I'm hoping for one stupid win. So, uh, I don't know. The Sox are now five below 500. It's just it's just an ongoing like thing where we also have no pitching. We had a bullpen day yesterday, and today we had Dylan Covey on the mound. So, like, what are we even doing out there? The only pitchers I care about are Giolito and uh, Reynaldo Lopez. So, and Gio, by the way, having a great year. Really improved. His walk rate is way down. He's giving up like no home runs. He's pitching basically just with a fastball and a changeup. So uh, he's a beast. At but this rate, this is this is the perfect team for like 
for like Edwin Jackson to come pitch for. I know, I know he's back, but this is this yeah. is the kind of like Edwin Jackson team that you can think of. Yeah, we need we just need a veteran to just come in and eat some innings, you know. <laughs> That's how I mean, or just bring up some young kids, give some young kids stuff. Showing me Dylan Covey, he's like twenty eight and a half years old, and he's never been good. And we put him in the bullpen a million times, and he sucks even worse in the bullpen. So it's like, what? What are we doing here? Like, let's get some young guys in the lineup. Um, for some reason, fucking Rick Renteria is obsessed with Wellington Castillo. He cannot stop putting batting him fourth and letting him play at all over James McCann is just stupid. We're like, I think our record is, he is braces. Like, James McCann? No, for Wellington. I don't think so. Last time I so last time I watched a game with my dad, I could have sworn he had braces. Huh. Keep an eye out for that, Sox fans. <laughs> big, big, uh, big lead to follow. Yeah, but uh, the Sox record with Wellington Castillo is like four and fifteen. So there's clearly something wrong there. He doesn't call a good game. You know, there's so many catchers where pitchers just pitch so much better. With them behind the plate, he's the opposite of that. He is a he's bad at hitting and bad at managing a pitching staff. So that's a good catcher to have. Yep, and we're also paying him a lot of money. This is awesome. Um, Cubs won tonight on a walk off by Javi Baez. Like I said, I missed it. So shout out to me. Um, you know, but Cubs are still in first place. They are two games up and. I'm not excited or nervous, you know? Like, it's it's exactly what it's going to be until August. It's going to be the same thing. Yep, yep. I mean, the Cubs are, were really hot for a while. Are they still really, like, or no? It looks like they're 6-4 and four in their last 10. Yeah, we're sort of evening out, but, like, we blew a game. We blew game one against the Phillies in this series. Uh, there was a there was a, a check swing that was clear. He clearly went. With two strikes in the bottom of the ninth, or uh, top of the ninth, two outs, clearly wins. Um, mm-hmm. uh, first base, like the whole infield was walking in to do the high five thing. First base ump was like, "Oh no, he didn't swing." Big thing, very next pitch, tied, uh, tie game, home run. <laughs> next inning, Real Muto hits a home run. We lose game one. Mm-hmm. So we could easily be three games up on the Brewers and be seven of seven of our last ten and. Like seven and three in your last ten looks like you're hot. Six and four just looks like you're. Uh... Yeah, six and four feels very black. It does. But the Brewers have been struggling lately. Uh, Yelich has been in and out of the lineup. Feels like they they are a lot better when he's in the lineup. Shocking. Yeah. The but, Cardinals um... are Cardinals are also struggling. Um, three uh, lost seven of their last ten. They are now in fourth place and one game above five hundred. So. Yikers! I know. They stink. I feel like they did this last year, and then near the end of the year, they ended up like right, right up near the top, but didn't quite make it. Well, yeah, last year they fired McCarthy, hired uh, we've said his name a few times on here, but I still couldn't tell you who the fuck the <laughs> manager is for the Cardinals. <laughs> I can't think of his name right now. Fuck. I, I see could, his face. No, even even yeah, even if I saw his face and you told me the first letter of his first name and last name. I wouldn't know. <laughs> if you told me how to spell his name, I wouldn't know <laughs> what you're talking about. All right. 
His first name is Mike. What's his last name? <laughs> I don't know who this guy is. <laughs> I forget. I don't know. Mike Schild. <laughs> Schild, yes. Mike Schilt. I'm, I'm not going to remember that ever. <laughs> this guy's a nobody. What a loser. I know nothing about you. This guy stinks. <laughs> All right, well, yeah, Cubs Cubs are Cubs, you know. Cubs, 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 baseball. Baez has a hurt heel, so he has MRI coming up. Still had a pinch hit walk-off that I missed, so... Sports, you know? <laughs> wow. I'm not going to well, lie to you, Jake. I ate a $5 cravings box from Taco Bell at about 8 o'clock, and it's now 10.30 as we record this, and I'm feeling, I'm feeling sluggish. I'm laying back, and I, I'm not feeling too hot. Yeah. I can't believe that. I mean, Taco Bell usually gives me lots of energy. Wow. Do I regret this so much? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, Jake. Any Any big Packers news? Uh, no, OTAs have started, so I'm starting to get those pictures. I'm getting excited for football again, you know, seeing Rodgers sling the ball around, watching, every, you know, just seeing a, basically just a bunch of pictures of everyone in their uniform gets me pumped. Did you uh, see um, the Bears had their obstacle course thing today? No. Yeah, I don't so, know so their training camp is like a team building exercise to like start <laughs> off. And it's like all these obstacle courses, and it's like all physically demanding, but it's it's like um, I think it's like teams of four or something like that, and it's everybody. So it's like I saw like Pat O'Donnell and uh, uh, Tariq Cohen were like on 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 the same team, but you do like you like throw footballs at cones, or you like do a bunch of push-ups while like other people are like running through an actual obstacle course, and, and then like one team gets eliminated each round, and then the final round is dodgeball, and then of all people. The final throw to end it in in dodgeball was Pat O'Donnell, our punter. He was the well, punters usually have pretty good arms. Yeah, he was the. You know, I could see a punter being good at dodgeball. And he uh, he threw that touchdown pass last year, so he's got some experience in in the. Uh, yeah. That's cool, but like, imagine if anyone got hurt on the obstacle course. Oh yeah, I know. The story that the NFL would have, like. <laughs> Like well, it's, imagine it's, it's like all, Trubisky tears his ACL like running up a like a net. Well, no, it's something. it's not like anything like that. It's all it's all like weaving in and out of cones and like doing doing actual drills, but they just make it like a contest. Oh, so there wasn't like any. It's not. It's not like it's not like um. What's that slime show from Nickelodeon? <laughs> <laughs> it's not like that. <laughs> it's well, not like know, American Gladiators. Uh huh. That's funny. Well, that's fun. So yeah, that's my update on the on the Bears. A really good explanation of their obstacle course. <laughs> oh, the Taco Bell episode's not starting off hot. <laughs> that, that, that's gonna be the episode. That's gonna be the title now. Oh. Shit. Yes, shit. Uh, colon, the Taco Bell episode. <laughs> <laughs> the Taco Bell story. Uh, Jake, is that is that all? Is that all we got for State of the Union? I think so. I mean, we're not, we don't need to talk about football, really. Oh, I did look at the MLB draft for the first time because it is coming up here in like a little over a week, maybe two weeks. But um, White Sox do have the third pick. 
it seems like it's like a one player draft, you know, where there's only one guy who's like definitely it's Adley Rutschman from Oregon State, the switch hitting catcher who's hitting like 430 with like 20 home runs this year. Unbelievable. That'd be neat. He was unbelievable in the World Series last year. He hit like 530 in the World Series. So who's, who's number one? The Tigers? Um, the Orioles. Ah, the Orioles. And the Royals. Man. Yeah, they, of course it's the Orioles. And then the Royals and then the White Sox. So uh, there's a couple high school shortstops that I don't know anything about. And then there's Andrew Vaughn are the top four. And Andrew Vaughn is a righty first baseman who's 5'10". And I don't know if there's ever been a good right-handed first baseman who's 5'10". But he's like the best hitter in the, the like college baseball like history. So Where's he go to school? California. That's where um, Troy Bolton's character, or I guess Troy Bolton is the character. That's, that's where Troy Bolton went to school to play basketball. <laughs> yep. Aaron Rodgers went there too, but Troy Bolton. If I life. had him, it's it's sad. That is the first person I think of when I think of Cal. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, because he had because he had like so many offers, you know. But he wanted to be next to Gabriella because she went to Stanford. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I wonder. I, I mean, wonder if they program. <laughs> yeah, theater program. Hey, Cal. <laughs> oh man, I wonder how. Like, do you think they actually got married, or do you think they're still dating? No way. No. No, no way. I mean, yeah. I mean, she went to Stanford, and he went to Cal, and he was in the theater program. He's probably gay now. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? Shout out to Troy Bolton. My name's Colton, so our names rhyme. Troy Bolton, thanks for listening. You're actually named after Troy Bolton. I am. Uh, my name was actually Colin. But then when that movie came out, my parents came in my door, pointed at me and said, your name is Colton now. And I was like, okay. Okay. <laughs> Can I you feed that. me today? And they said, Puh, shut up. And they spit on me. And that's like feeding like a bird, so it works. Yeah, you got jokes on them. They ate broccoli, and then it was still in their teeth, so I got some nutrients that day. <laughs> Idiots. Fuck you, died. mom. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, let's get some let's get to some really good and real listener questions. You ready? I'm ready. All right. The very real listener question number one is from the real NBA fan for life. Fifteen. Yo. Hi. Have you gentlemen uh, watched the NBA playoffs? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this episode sucks. <laughs> what a question. Um, <laughs> this episode sucks. <laughs> yeah, well, there's not much to talk about about the NBA. I mean, the NBA playoffs because the Warriors just beat the Blazers in four. Like Blazers uh, choked three 15 point leads, and I don't think anybody ever in the whole series ever thought that they were going to win two or more of those games. I could have seen them winning two after like the first game when the Warriors struggled and Kevin Durant was hurt. When Kevin Durant got hurt, I was like, this could go six. And then after game three, it's like, well, game four is just stupid. Like, why even play it? You know? And then, and then yeah, they were up like 17 in the third quarter and lost. <laughs> it's just. So, do you think the Warriors are better without Kevin Durant? Just say yes. No. Oh, boo. No, they're not. Boo. It's too easy. Boo. Taco Bell. Boo. <laughs> oh, man, do I feel like shit. What a terrible, <laughs> terrible idea. 
Yeah. All Taco right. Bell's fucking worst for that. Like, they will send you to the toilet and just make you sad. I'm sad right now. Like, Taco Bell and uh, the Bucks. I was like, oh, yeah. I was like, what am I thinking of? Oh, the Bucks? <laughs> All right, Jake, I'm back. I'm, I'm going to get up. I'm going to get the energy up. Okay. Let's let's go to the next question. That question sucked. <laughs> yeah, it was a question. It was a question. The next question is something that we both know a lot about. Oh, yes. Here we go. Now we can get a lot of talking. The I know National Hockey talk. League Stanley Cup playoffs. This next question is from hockey's fucking dope as shit. Six. <laughs> Damn, I can't believe Twitter let him have that handle. Um. <laughs> Guys, the Stanley Cup is set. It is the most boring one that you guys <laughs> were talking about you didn't want. And yet, here it is. The Blues and Bruins. Jake, give me an in-depth analysis of both teams. All right, well, the, the Blues, you know, they, they skate. They skate hard. They hit hard. They skate. They pass the puck. They shoot it on net. You know, but Boston, they stop the goals from going in the net. And they uh, they also skate fast and they skate hard, you know. So it's going to be a hard fought, hard nosed skating skate off. So <laughs> just a bunch of dudes skating and being dudes. <laughs> That's what I'll tell you. And um, I really lost. Like neither of the games went to seven. So neither of the series. I mean, neither of the series went to game seven. So what a waste of a conference finals. Hopefully. The Stanley Cup goes seven, at least. I mean, what is this? Fucking basketball? Oh, shit. Doo -doo -doo. Um, I don't like either of these teams, and this sucks. <laughs> and this sucks. It is uh, it's the Blackhawks' like, biggest rival, and it's Boston. I'm tired of seeing Boston. I really don't want Boston to win. I'm definitely going to root for St. Louis. But... I really don't want the Blues to win either because the city of St. Louis blows. But they also have never won one, right? So Correct, but that's also like the big thing is that they they dominated baseball and then they just chirp a lot about baseball and then Chicago fans can chirp back about hockey. Well, see, but now their baseball team hasn't been good in like three years, so. True. Maybe if they win, that'll, take, that'll make the Cardinals a non-factor. Oh, for the fuck. Next I'm going to be in St. Louis for game three. Oh shit! Oh shit! <laughs> That's so exciting. That's actually gonna be all. Oh, the city's gonna be packed. I'll oh, tell you that. Fuck yeah! Oh my god! What a twist! I did not see this coming. Oh my god! Wow! <laughs> all right, I'm kind of pumped now. I kind of, I, you know what? I'm all blues. I want, I want yeah. the blues to fucking just give me a good time. That's yeah, exciting. Have a, good, have a big win in game three. Let's see. I don't know if St. Louis, how much of a hockey town is St. Louis? Will the huge. town be huge? Uh, I know they're big baseball, but. They are very big hockey fans. Um, you know what? I'm going to look up where the stadium is. You talk, Bush. <laughs> um, yep. Well, let me give some more hockey insight. <laughs> so the Blues have some forwards and they have a goalie. But the, uh, the Bruins goalie has been playing well, I've heard. So. It's going to be a goalie off. Whoever, whichever goalie lets up less goals is probably going to win the series, you know? I do I do know that, yeah. Jake, I think. <laughs> is, is it all just like right next to each other? Oh, fuck, it is. Oh, this is so cool. 
Oh my God. Are you driving? No, Jake. Our Airbnb is a three minute walk from all of nice. this. Oh my That's God. Nice. This is going to be fucking insane. Oh my God. I am freaking out right now. This is so cool. Hopefully they don't lose. <laughs> well, hopefully they do lose because I'm going to be wearing Cubs stuff because we're going to a Cubs Cardinals game that night. Oh man. Which is a block away from that. Well, you know, that's a good call because uh, at least it's blue. So when you're walking outside, people will assume you're wearing St. Louis blue stuff, you know? Definitely not. It, it's going to look so much like a baseball jersey. <laughs> and not like a – oh, damn. Uh, yeah. Wow, this... For some reason, I was thinking just a blue hoodie. Wow, what a night. Okay, I'm so excited for this now. Fucking heck yeah. All right, that's, the, that's, that's, that's playoffs talk. That's hockey Playoff talk with the boys. Hockey. Jake, you want to read the next one? Yes. Um, this is from Drake LaRoche21. Did you guys see Adam Eaton and Todd Frazier got in a fight? What, do you, what does that make you think of that clubhouse back in 2016? Wasn't that a wild ride? That is Fuck. wild. It was, Drake. <laughs> um, like, Eaton and Frazier apparently have hated each other since they were on the same team. It's coming out now. Adam Eaton is, like, one of the biggest assholes in the league. He, he's been a locker room cancer for three teams. Three different teams have had problems with him in their locker room. So, this is clearly an Eaton problem. Yeah. You know? um, if, did, you, did you hear uh, Ozzy Guillen tonight? He just, like, turned to the camera as they were talking about it, and he's like, hey, Adam Eaton, I know for a fact nobody likes you in the uh, Chicago, Chicago clubhouse. Nobody has ever liked you. This is your fault. And then they just cut the commercial. <laughs> <laughs> I love Ozzy so much. <laughs> like, like I saw it on uh, Barstool, and and Coley from Barstool was like, "I didn't even know that Ozzy Guillen was doing this, but he should join TBS." Can you imagine him and Pedro just going back and forth <laughs> and talking about this kind of stuff with zero filter? <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> Here is the 2016 uh, notable names for the White Sox. What? So this is just this is wild. This is just a ton of names. That, yes, that were good at one point, but not at this time. Not that year. Well, for the first thirty games that year, the Sox and Cubs were the two best teams in baseball. I do remember that. That was cool. That All was right. cool. Then spiral. Twenty sixteen White Sox: Todd Frazier, Adam Eaton, Brett Lowry, Melky Cabrera, Justin Morneau, Jimmy Rollins, <laughs> Chris Sale, James Shields, Matt Latos, Adam LaRoche, and Drake LaRoche. <laughs> <laughs> That's wild. And Jose Quintana. And Quintana. But like but like those are all like the name like just the names in that clubhouse is wild. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, bringing in two former MVP winners really adds to it in Morneau and Jimmy Rollins, you know? Yeah. Yeah, so uh shout out to Ozzy for just basically just saying, Fuck you, Adam Eaton. You're a you're a dweeb, you're a loser. Mm-hmm. He's a big asshole, and he was, like, best friends with Chris Sale, and both of them defended Drake LaRoche. They're, like, kicking him out of the clubhouse. You know, they they took they shed on the organization for kicking a fucking kid out of the clubhouse. It was stupid. Yeah. Shitty uh, situation, but um, I will take any side uh, that Ozzy Guillen picks. So we are, I mean, at least me, I am team, team Frage. Oh, I'm definitely Team Todd Frazier. I mean, everyone loves Todd Frazier. He's a great teammate. He was beloved. He's a above-average field third baseman, but he's a terrible hitter. He had one 
half of a season that was good. And people think he's good now, forever. It was literally that one half, and then he won the home run derby for Cincy. And then we signed him, and he sucked, and he sucked since. So he had he's, like 32 homers in the he's first probably, half. He's probably made so much money off that. Yeah, I think he finished with like 40, and he hit like 32 in the first half. So he's, he literally had one good half of baseball. How much money do you think he's made off it? I mean, like $40 million. That would that's pretty neat. That'd be pretty neat. <laughs> you know, okay. Um Jake, you you got the last one? Um, last one. Yes. Hey, this is from NFL NFL. Please bring back the NFL. Gerald McCoy gets cut by the Bucks and they bring in Indomigan Sue. Is that an upgrade? Question mark? I don't know. I, I don't know. I think it's very interesting. Those are two, like, they were the two best defensive tackles. I mean, that is really cool because it is the two best defensive tackles for, like, five straight years in the NFL. But that was, like, three years ago. Yeah. You know? I remember on, uh, like, Madden 13, Madden 14, if you used Gerald McCoy and just bull rushed the center, 9.8 times out of 10, you got to the backfield. So yeah. literally for the rest of his career, I'm going to think he is a dominant force. Literally. Yeah, wherever he goes, he's got to be great. I mean, I've heard he's actually – he wasn't bad last year, but the Bucks are just, you know, they're just moving on, saving some money. They can cut him, you know, and they signed Sue and they're – whatever. They're sa- whatever money they're saving, that's fine. I'm excited to see where he goes. Probably just end up on the Rams somehow. The – um. Odell was saying, like, hey, dude, come to the Browns. And then Miles Garrett was saying, we don't need him. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> that is weird. You don't play the same position. Yeah, and, like, if you get if you get McCoy, then your job's going to be easier. Like, A lot easier. So, I don't – that was weird to me, but. Who do the Browns have at defensive tackle? Like, are do they, they sell, they like, Danny Shelton friend? or whatever his name is? I think they like cut him because he he was like a bust. Maybe I'm wrong. Here I'm looking it up right now. Uh, oh, they have Ogun Joby, who's actually great, and uh, Shelton. Oh, they signed Sheldon Richardson. So actually, they do have really good, uh, like really good defensive line. So take that, Odell. Yeah, idiot. Even though I'm I'm sure Miles Garrett just had his words out of context and. And literally, it's working. So we're so shout out to the Browns. Safeties are Morgan Burnett and Demarius Randall. That's going to be a problem. (laughs) Morgan Burnett is bad. Like he was so bad for the Steelers last year. He's basically a linebacker with like without much strength. So whatever. The Browns are cool. A cool team, but um, how are the Browns a cool team? That's so weird. You know, like two years ago they were a bunch of dumps. Just give them a cool – give any team a cool quarterback. Like, the, the fucking Cardinals could be fucking awesome to watch this year. David Johnson, Kyler Murray in the backfield. Is, is, Ky- is Kyler Murray wearing a visor as a quarterback? I think so. That's awesome. That is, that is interesting. I do that in my – when I make my Madden my player every single time because you look way cooler with a visor. You do look way cooler. He's he's looking shorter and shorter the more, more pictures come out, but who the hell knows anymore? I mean – I, at this point, it doesn't matter, <laughs> you know? All right, Jake, let's kick it over. Uh, that's it for the listener questions. How do you think the listeners did this week on questions? Um, I'm going to give them a 7 out of 10. Cool, cool. Seven thumbs out of 10. A seven thumbs out of, out of 10 thumbs. 
all, okay. all in one hand. So seven nubs, three fingers. Um, <laughs> that's the analogy we're going for. All right. Yep. Uh, Jake, update on a home run contest for the season. Running totals, six to six. Big, big comeback week for you. George Springer, last week for me, had one. Yes. And you came back with a three home run week from Christian Yelich. Fucking cock. Yeah, Christian Yelich killing Colton again. God, I, he, hate, I uh, hate this man. He haunts your fucking dreams, dude. He seriously blows. Um, who, uh, who do you got going this week? I'll give you the first pick. Okay, I'm going to take someone who I'm surprised hasn't gone yet. Um, making a quick check to make sure he is not injured. Spoiler, it is a, a man. So okay. that, does, uh, that does give away a little bit. So let me check his uh, baseball reference because... Could be have an injury. Nope, he seems healthy. I'm going with Cody Bellinger. Cody Bellinger. You are going with Cody Bellinger. He hit three last week, so that would have been a good pick for me, but I didn't do it. God, I'm so fucking stupid. He's also hitting 405 this year. So, so good. <laughs> uh, he is, like, literally shitting on the baseball this year. Oh, man. I could go with somebody that is It's going to sound like a really dumb pick. Do it. Okay. Starlin Castro. It's it's the same type of fucking player. <laughs> All right. I did a March to October in, oh, yeah. in MLB The Show. <laughs> yep. and, I, and I kept saying, why the fuck is this guy so high in the lineup? And then he, he pl- he, he's getting full playing time this year. 310 average, 11 home runs this year. Oh, Tommy? Tommy LaStella. <laughs> It's going to be my pick. 11 dingers, dude. He's going to be my pick to counteract Cody Bellinger. <laughs> Fuck you. You're you're think you're you're going two face value. I'm overthinking it. Fuck you. <laughs> Tommy Listell. I literally have the whole I have the whole MLB minus 7 players to pick from and I picked Tommy Listell. <laughs> you know what? He's got 11 dingers this year, so it might not be a bad pick. I'd like to point out though, the Cubs might literally own like half of the second baseman, like have credit for half the second baseman in the major leagues right now. Like of all the best, like Tommy LaStella, DJ LeMayhew was a Cub. Yep. Uh, Starlin Castro. Yep. Um, Glaber Torres is going to be one of the best second basemen in the league. Yep. Um, who else is there? You know what I mean? Like the Cubs are just a second base factory right now. So. They are supplying everyone with a second baseman. I'm looking. At, I don't think there's any you more. You get a second baseman. You get one, and you get one. Uh, but ours is ours is David Bodie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's up with that? That is a that is a good point. Where is the Cubs second baseman? I don't know. Last year we had we had Javi, so there you go. Mm-hmm. But fucking, I regret this already. Uh, <laughs> could have picked Javi or Baez. I could have picked Mike Trout. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you picked, no, you picked his teammate. Tommy Lestel. Woo! What a stupid fucking pick. Oh, I'm so stupid. Oh my you know, god. If you want to feel better about it, think about imagine if we were like drafting like a letter and it was the letter R. 
And you took like Raven Simone. Bad drumming. Or roundabouts. Or roundabouts. Or both. (laughs) But didn't pick Randy Johnson. (laughs) Or like a million other really great people. What a choke job. I've had, I spent so much mental time today. All joking aside, I spent like an hour of mental thought on this fucking top 10 for Game of Thrones. I didn't even consider thinking about this fucking um, home run contest. <laughs> and then I was, I was just scrolling right now. I was like, oh, Tyler Stone's got 11. Wouldn't it be funny if I picked him? I'm going to go for it. And then right when, right when I said his line and you guessed it, I was like, oh my God, it sounds so dumb when, it's, when I say it out loud. Oh yeah. Fuck me in the ass. <laughs> I'm pissed. <laughs> it literally just happened. So <laughs> like immediate buyer's remorse. I've never had faster buyer's remorse in my life. Oh my god. I might as well have fucking picked David Bodie. <laughs> David Bodie is gonna hit three home runs. David Bodie's gonna hit three and then Tommy Lostella is going to end up pitching and give up three. <laughs> yeah, you know what? If anybody gives up a home run while they're pitching, that's definitely minus one. For sure. Do you know how shitty that would be if like, it came down to the last week and there was a, like somebody one by one on a fucking home run like that? What if this, this is what I see happening? Last game of the season. Game doesn't matter at all. It's like 18 to zero. And then we pick somebody fucking random like, let's say, Jonathan Lucroy. Or Ben Soberest, or like some cub, because Joe Madden would throw out somebody, you know, yeah. like some cub that would be your left. You take yeah. Jason Hayward, <laughs> or Bodie, yeah, yeah, David Bodie, and then David Bodie gives up a home run to like Whit Merrifield on the last pitch of the season. <laughs> that would be amazing. And then like I have David Bodie, and you have Whit Merrifield, <laughs> and then I and then I, I lose that one. That would be the most boring week ever. Oh, I'll take Whit Merrifield. And I'll take David Bodie. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, fucking Tommy Lestella versus Cody Bellinger, who's hitting 400. <laughs> it's almost June. <laughs> and I picked, I picked Tommy Lestella. God, he's got to hit one. He's got to. For me to fucking not ever... Well, this is a bummer. <laughs> Let's just fucking go on to Game of Thrones talk. Jake, the Game of Thrones finale happened. What are your thoughts? Uh, that's such a hard question. You know, I have so many thoughts. Where, where do we begin? One <laughs> thought. <laughs> All, right. All right, whatever. Just fucking give me any thoughts. I'm disappointed. I think everyone is a little disappointed almost. Not everyone. My parents both liked the episode a lot. So, uh, there's that. Uh, my main disappointment is that it, it really is a big deal that Bran ends up on throne. Like, you know, you can take, like, positives all you want. And there were scenes I liked and things I liked in the last episode in the last season. But... Bran is, like, my least favorite character, and he, it ends up, the show is basically about him. The first yeah. major thing that ever happens in the show is he gets pushed out the window, and the last thing that ever happens is he's king. You know what I mean? And we follow him through the whole thing. This is basically a, the Bran show. So, I think that taints, I, that, that is what taints it the most. 
Tyrion comes out. Okay, I have I took a I took a small amount of notes here. I was gonna take more notes, but I think I just taking notes is so boring to me. Um, <laughs> yeah. I I have a good column and a bad column. The good column, Tyrion and John's jail scene. That was awesome. Yes, I I agree. Tyrion was really good in this episode. T- yeah, Tyrion was kind of dumb and shitty like all season. Like he's been a genius all series, and then all of a sudden one final season he makes mistake after mistake and just bad decisions and. Yeah, was, ever since yeah, they the the right ever since season seven, he's just been an idiot. So um, that was awesome. It was super emotional, and he was basically like, "Dude," and like John finally came to it and was like, "Hey, we gotta kill her. Like, there's no way that this ends well if she's alive." Well, I think he went into that room fifty fifty. You know, I think he was fifty fifty on whether he's gonna kill her, and then she was given like fucking crazy eyes. Like, well, we'll we'll tell them what's right, you know, and giving the crazy eyes at him. And he was like, oh, no, she's fucking lost it, you know? Yeah. But yeah, well, because I, he went into, like, see Tyrion, and he was, I think he was, like, asking Tyrion, what, like, what are we going to do? Hoping Tyrion's like, well, we got to follow her, like, she's our queen, yeah. this and that. And then Tyrion's like, dude, I will do it again. I fucking threw... I think I think the next thing on my list, yeah, Tyrion throwing the hand pin down the stairs. That was pretty funny to me. Just like fuck I you, love that. I dude, really get love the it. fuck I, it, it out of here. Than it should have. I always love petty things like that in TV shows. That was I want sick. To, I want people to say fuck you right right as they kill them somebody sometimes. I you know I thought mean? because of how the season has gone, I thought she was gonna turn to Tyrion on the stairs and just be like Dracarys, and then it was gonna be the most pinpoint <laughs> fucking Dracar like a sniper. <laughs> Like Drogon, yeah. like became like a sniper. It was only, a, and then it would have like taken his eyeball out, which just a he, like pl- spits a fireball. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and Tyrion like goes tumbling, and then, and then we watch him tumble down those long ass <laughs> stairs for like thirty uh, seconds. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> that would have been uh, great. Yeah, so that was good, but I think uh, Tyrion's like, dude, I would do that shit ten times out of ten. That chick's mm-hmm. crazy. And then John's mm-hmm. like, yeah, but like she's my queen. And then he goes on this beautiful, long, dramatic talk. And he's like, it's like she's crazy because she believes that she's making the world a better place. She'll kill anybody she, who gets in the way. Gone. Like you would do the same thing if you were her. I would do the same thing if I were her. But we're not. She's going to kill so many more people. John starts breaking down crying. And Tyrion's like, blah, 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 blah. And then, um, and then, and then someone's like, well, nobody can choose who who's our queen and then Tyrion's like but John you can choose and you have to choose right now and I was like fuck I thought that was so cool I was like fucking a Tyrion what a fucking because I thought he was gonna die after that I thought that was gonna be the last Tyrion scene me too would have been better if it was but instead he got to come back out and somehow just choose the king because they let the prisoner choose Yes. Literally, his choice got approved. That, that, that is it. my that is number one on my bad list. Bad list. I only have two things on my good list because, like I said, it didn't take too many notes. Good list. Um, I guess we can get back to it. There's there's plenty of good things in this episode. People are fu- like fucking overreacting. Yeah, I have more good things I can name. Bad list. Tyrion being able to choose the king as a prisoner. What? So the only person that's making him a prisoner is Grey Worm. But all of a sudden, <laughs> when he starts talking. Grey Worm doesn't do anything, like so. Like that just shows that Grey Worm's authority doesn't mean anything. So you sh- you should be able to get Tyrion. Yeah, and John. Like, and John. 
who gives a shit what what fucking Grey Worm thinks? They fucked off and went to some island where they can't have sex, so they're just gonna die off. Yes. Who gives a shit? Another next thing on my bad list. <laughs> um, Unsullied will have boring house. Like that's so fucking boring. Like I, they're they're like, are they gonna go train? They can't reproduce. They can't make more Unsullied. No, and I think uh, the guy, what's I forgetting his name right now. But he told them they can have like a house in like a dynasty or whatever. Davos, you know, and yeah, Davos told them that. And it's like, dude, they don't have dicks. They don't have dicks. They don't have dicks. <laughs> Do you think like sperm will just like like ooze out and they can like just somehow get it into a woman? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Or do you think it's like a Ken doll? I'm pretty sure it's like a Ken doll, and it's just like a little pee hole down there. Well, hopefully they can get horny and then have some pre cum go into their pee hole and then pee into a woman. That's the that's their only shot of, <laughs> of of moving on. And then that and then if that kid, if by some miracle they have a kid and that kid's not a boy, they're fucked. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that kid's got to be a boy, and that kid's got to fuck and fuck and fuck. Once they fuck once that kid gets ever. a boner, that kid's fucking every woman on that island, every single yep. one. Yep, yep, yep. Um. Next bad one, um, Bran saying, why do you think I came here? This, I've been thinking about this for a few days. One, the smirk on his little face, right below it, I said he had no swagger before. So, so if, if, yeah. if they gave Bran, if he was the three-eyed raven and he was weird and mysterious but had a little bit of swagger all season, that line would be so cool. But he didn't or have any swagger. They, if they would have explained it and had Bran basically be an evil mastermind and made that, like, clearly... Because now you can only, like, theorize. Like, Bran told John, or basically made it so John would find out about him being king because he knew it would drive Danny crazy and they, you know, he knew that he'd end up being king. He told Tyrion when they had that little meeting, whatever he told him made Tyrion pick him in this scenario... Like, make Bran up. You could have made Bran so cool this season if you would have made him, like, you know, all badass. Yeah, but, uh, they, they could have made this King reveal scene the same shock factor as the Breaking Bad scene when they show that Walter killed that kid. Yeah, when the, when I they, agree. When they show that that Walter had that plant in his, in his backyard and you're just like, the whole fucking season Walter was lying. You know uh -huh. what I mean? That yeah, is what they could have been doing with Bran. Exactly, dude. That would have been amazing. Another uh, thing I I'm heard, getting chills thinking about. It. I'm not even kidding. That would have been so yeah. cool. I also heard someone. This is for back in episode three when Arya kills the Night King. Because um, people are upset, and you are too. I know this is bad. Arya literally never uses her face. All she ever does with her ability to put on faces is kill the Red Wedding. People responsible for that. Cool. That's Which was awesome. probably my favorite moment of Thrones the whole series, I think. Yeah. But then season seven and eight, she doesn't use it. She's doing all this amazing shit by just being a ninja, but she's not using the face thing. Use the face thing. There was a, a whole way. two seasons or a season and a half on it, on her, be on her becoming no one. What a waste, dude. What a waste. Um, my The one theory or idea I heard was she could have killed Bran 
and been sitting with his face on in that chair waiting for the Night King and to just pull some jujitsu shit and kill that him. That would have been so cool. And then, oh like, you see Bran pull some ninja shit, and you're like, what? And then, like, she takes the face off, and it's her. And you then you know, like, oh, my God, she killed Bran. You know, she had to kill Bran to get his face. Yes, they could have been, like, they could have had a scene of Bran being like, Arya, I need to speak with you. And then, and then like, and then don't ever talk about that again. Like, have that be, like, episode one or episode two. And huh? then, oh, that would have been so cool. That would like if it comes down to this, like you have, you're gonna have to kill me, and you, I trust you to kill them. That would have been cool. There's so many cool things they could have yeah. done. So and they that's... chose. It's it's almost like they chose everything that like oh they bet they wouldn't think that that's so crazy, but it's like stupid, you know. Yeah. It's, it, nothing's thought out and nothing's planned, and it's it it was bad. Yeah, so it's not next on my list, but one of the things on my on my bad list, they wasted a lot of things. Like like you were mm-hmm. just saying, they wasted. Um, John being a Targaryen, yes. like so, like he was a Targaryen for kind of no reason. That like that the whole the peak to that was, story was. I did drive Danny mad, but yeah. that's you know. But why was he even considered for king? But like because because that would have made Grey Worm really pissed. Like who yeah. gives a? Oh yeah, the unsullied like would be mad. Who cares? There's like eighty of them, like. <laughs> Like, I know that they would kill... Also, there shouldn't be 80 of them, but there's way... There were so many Dothraki outside the, when uh, she was, like, on those stairs. So many. We, where are they coming from? Yeah, well, they said in the episode after that somehow they had half the Dothraki and half the Unsullied. I was like, yeah. where? Bitch, where? You know? Like, they died. The, the White Walkers killed them. There yeah. should have been... If Ghost been, loses like, an ear... Combined. Like, like Ghost was out there for, like, four seconds, and he lost an ear and, like, half his face. The Dothraki were out there the whole time, and only, like, three came back. And one was Jorah. But, so, so yeah, so they wasted the faces. They wasted him being... The battle versus... They wasted the battle versus the Night King. They wasted it, because not enough people died. Not even... It didn't even affect the next war. It not didn't at all. Even... Like, they were... They dominated the next... The whole thing with the Night King that I thought was going to be that they were so depleted, it was going to be so hard. And then in my head, I was like, oh, all, like, all they have is dragons. Boom, kill a dragon. And then in my head, I'm like, all they have is one dragon and like 15 warriors? Yeah, but no, they had more warriors and the dragon kicked the, kicked the thing's ass this time. It was just like, oh, well, now she's just destroying because yeah. now we need her to go evil because that's our plan. Ah, so, they wasted a lot. Uh, next bad thing, <laughs> Bran cannot get around King's Landing in a wheelchair. Fact. There's no <laughs> way it's wheelchair accessible. No way. Nope. Nope. There's so many stairs, and, mm-hmm. and Hodor is dead. Um, next thing, Drogon destroying the throne. That was annoying. I get that it's all Targaryen swords and shit, but the fact that it's like, oh, my mom's dead, the guy right <laughs> next to her is scared looking at me. I'm going to destroy the symbol of this whole show and the reason why politics is getting in the way. It's a fucking dragon. Yeah, no, I think the destroying of the throne should have been an accidental. You know, like at first he hit the wall and then he went right for the throne. And then he was like, I all right, hang on, let, just, let me get my feet. Boom. Like if his, if his flames just would have went all over and then it like knocked the throne over and like didn't melt it to a fucking crisp on purpose... That would have been cool, like yeah. symbolism. If like if, he, like, he if John ran up. out of the room and then 
Well, he doesn't have to kill John. I kind of like him not immediately turning on John because he is Aegon Targaryen. You know, I, I get that. He doesn't have to kill John, but don't just go right for the throne like you understand, you know, plot. And yeah, like, like this like, dragon understands the symbolism behind the politics that it takes to get to this point, and he understood yes. that Danny had a whole story that changed her personality. And really, the throne killed her. Yeah, like, what the fuck? Um, I did see one online that, someone, that somebody was complaining, I can't believe the dragon did that, and then the other person's like, well, he saw a sword coming out of Danny, and then he just destroyed all the swords next to him. He's like, fuck you. If that <laughs> is what the fucking writers were thinking, they, they deserve all this hate. Final thought. Um, so the, there were two moments in, in this um, episode that turned me off and made me realize I was watching an episode. One was the dragon with the throne, and the second one was... The fucking meeting of the advisors, or whatever they're called, the council. Yes. And Sam drops the book, and he says, what is this? And Sam's like, a song of ice and fire. I came up with the name myself. That was my Australian, but whatever. That was awful, yeah. And then, I, it's honestly felt like an SNL skit at that point. Like, I get that, but I think the worst part of that, it makes me even more upset, is the cheap joke they use and say Tyrion wasn't mentioned? That's so fucking stupid. It's such a cheap little, like, side jab at him. Because, like, oh, earlier they said, you won't be remembered. He's been the hand of multiple kings. He killed Tyrion Lannister, he or Tywin. He fucking, you know, he been the hand of the queen. He's been everywhere. He's definitely in that fucking book. Don't make a cheap joke and say he's not in the book. Just for, like, a stupid laugh. That's not even funny. Like, fuck that. <laughs> That's stupid. Yes. So, um, at that point, I was like, I, I laughed out loud. I laughed out loud yeah. twice. One, is I laughed when Bran was chosen, and they were all like, all hail Bran the Broken. And then everyone, <laughs> to respect him, stands up. That's funny. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. everyone's, everyone's like, this dude can't get up. Let's respect them. Fucking on your feet, everybody. <laughs> on your feet, on your feet, everybody. And then the next one was uh, when when they fucking said that. I was like, this show sucks. But then I thought about it. The show was the the episode was awesome. I liked the ending. All the Starks. I I say I, you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna ghost write my last good point here. The ending was dope. Like all the all the Starks are all the rulers now. Um, at first, for some reason, I didn't get. John's ending because there was no words and John never smiled once he got to the north. But he's just the yeah. king of the wildlings. That's awesome. Uh, Arya's going west. Uh, Sansa's her own bad bitch, and um, Bran's the king. I don't. I don't understand why Sansa went independent. I I, no, what I don't understand is why everybody didn't go independent. Yeah. Like well, as soon as Sansa asked, did Yara? Did Yara forget? Yara was promised independent Iron Islands by Danny in exchange for her help. Then she just sits there silently as Sansa gets an independent north. Did she forget that her dream was independence? The entire council would have erupted into arguments as soon as they decide that Sansa decides to split the north into splitting up. But all the characters were basically like lobotomized like in that scene. Like, oh, well, now we all agree. Now we all stand. Now this, you know what I mean? It was yeah. just, like, they didn't think about what the characters would do. 
But uh, Sansa did say an independent North from the jump. So yeah, but like I, I'm confused because like she's like, oh, the North will never bend the knee. But then it's all about the North follows the Starks. Bran's a Stark. That's what I'm like. He also, I'd like to point out, Bran did say he's no longer Bran Stark like three episodes ago. So yeah, like 45 minutes, like on his on his way down to King's Landing. He's like, Bran, you ready? We're leaving soon. I'm not Bran. All right, well, get in the car. We're fucking leaving. I'm not Bran. All right, we're leaving. No, no, no. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm Bran. <laughs> yeah, I'm Bran. I'm Bran. I'm Bran. Yeah. It, it makes absolutely no sense. <clears throat> but uh, I, that's all I got on the last episode. Uh, any more goods? I did like um, Brianne uh, editing Jamie's Wikipedia page. Mm-hmm. I loved that. That was badass. And he just, de- you know, he, I guess he deserves all that. Um, the the whole first half of the episode, I loved. I loved John killing Danny. I Same. really did. Same. I I love that. Like Tyrion's talk. The whole, you know, the three weeks. I liked the the shot of I, Danny with dragon wings behind her. That was her. sick. I liked t- little. Uh, I liked uh, Tyrion finding Jaime and Cersei, which yeah. uh, obviously they're one layered away, but whatever. In, in, in that room, like there was only one part of that roof that fell down, and it was the in that giant room. Only one part of that roof was like in shambles, and it was where they were standing. <laughs> the whole standing city, <laughs> the whole city. If you give me a tracker of you, Jake, on my yeah. iPhone, and it says this is where Jake is. And I try to find you in the city of Rockford, <laughs> Illinois. It's gonna take me longer than it took Tyrion to find Jamie. It's like, yeah, this is where Jamie would go. This is you this know? is the exact. And then there's oh, there's that one millimeter spot of light. I'm going through that. Oh wait, what? There's there's a single pile of rocks with a perfect light on it. What's that? Jamie's hand. Uh, <laughs> it's like if it wasn't so cheesy, Tyrion breaking down and crying was brutal. I was like, because Tyrion hasn't, has Tyrion cried once the whole series? I don't think so. He looked weird doing it a little bit for me. (laughs) You know, he looked, he was an ugly crier. So, um, yeah, I liked the first half of the episode other than the dragon burning the thing down. Then when they start choosing Bran and shit like that, God, the Bran choice really fucks me up. It's the main thing because that's my least favorite character. And now it's basically Game of Bran. Game of Bran. I saw um, going into the last episode, uh, George R. R. Martin had a quote where it's like somebody asked, "Oh, how do you think the show compares to the book?" And he's like, "Well, basically, I spent my whole life making the book. Oh, the Butler did it. The Butler did it. The Butler did it. And then the show's like, oh, that's too obvious. Let's change it to the Chambermaid did it. So it's close, but it's not good." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "That's a weird way to put it. How it's close, but it's not good." So I, I wonder how the books are going to end. It it basically sounds like he did not he think Bran. He told them something. He told them something big. And I'm pretty sure what he told them is Danny goes mad. But what they did is they rushed it. They had her being the champion of saving everybody. So the innocent are everything to her. Children, women, innocence is everything to her. And then in five episodes, she goes absolutely mad. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I know all the bad things that happened to her. I get it. But... It was just too fast. It wasn't everything in this show, in the first six seasons, was so earned. If the if your character was in a shitty spot, they were probably gonna die unless something, you know, amazing. But that made sense happened in season seven and eight. If they were in a shitty situation, well, maybe a dragon comes flying in, or maybe 
you know, something happened, just like, you know, they'll probably get out of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Nothing was dire anymore. Nothing was like, you know, like from the jump, you know, as soon as Ned Stark's head got lopped off, it was like, this is no, I mean, as soon as Bran got pushed out the window in episode one, this, this show was no holds bars. Anything could happen. You know, anybody could die at any time. And that's just not what it was for season seven and eight. It was just like, you know, you can be, you can, you can fuck up a million times. You can be in the worst situation and you'll be, you'll be fine. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, that's all I got for the series. Uh, yeah. do, you, do you have anything else before our top 10 character rankings? Uh, this is not the worst show finale for one of my favorite shows of all time. I'd like to say what is Dexter? That? Dexter is a hundred times worse. So if you're ever feeling like, wow, they really fucked this up. I still say Dexter is one of my favorite shows and that it had the worst last season ever. Scrubs, another one. They tried to like extend it. Some of the, they had uh, Dave Franco join. Terrible. Just got really bad. So uh, this happens a lot with great shows. Yeah, it's hard. So hard to stick the landing. So many people will say The Office is their is their is their favorite show because seasons one through six oh God, are perfect, dude. but then seven, eight, nine, ten suck. Just not good. They're Just bad. Good. They are. Yeah. They're bad comedies, and people will always I mean, say. The Office is my favorite show, seasons one through six, and then yeah. and then, and then like, everyone's always like, "That's fine," but if somebody's gonna say, "Oh, Game of Thrones is my favorite show ever," everyone's like, "Dude, you after that ending, it's your favorite." So I think it's a double standard give, there. Give it, give it six months, and people will will go back to loving Game of Thrones, like you know, and remembering it fondly. It won't be anybody's. It, it, no, it will be a lot of people's favorite show, but it's not going to be like a universal thing like Breaking Bad. Yeah, Breaking Bad stuck the landing, and that's why it's still. Everybody still says it's their favorite show. Did you see the video? Uh, it's like a minute and a half or two minutes. It's exactly one second of one scene from every episode. So good, dude. That, I was going through that, and each every second, I was like, oh, ooh, ah, ooh, ah, I was ooh, like, ah, ooh. I wanted to pause it every second and be like, oh, you remember that? And I wasn't even talking to anybody. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know? And then like around season four to season five, there's like seven or eight great scenes in a row. So I was like, this show fucking rules, but... All right, Jake, it's time. Top 10 favorite characters from Game of Thrones. Um, we don't have to go one by one until the top five. So should, okay. we, should we go 10 through 6, list them off, and then talk about them a little bit? Yes, you go first for your 10 through 6, because I went first for our last breakdown. My, no, my number 10, Catelyn Stark. Okay, okay. I know. We, we talked about it. A little bit before Not on my list. Spoilers. Very, very powerful uh, women characters in the show, and yeah. half of mine are, are women, half are men. So shout out to me. Um, yes, I am a, I am a bigot because I only have four women on mine. You are the reason. You are the problem. No, no, I'm wrong. There's five. Never mind. I take that back. I'm champion of women's rights again. <laughs> <laughs> Ten, Catelyn Stark. Nine, Tormund Giantsbane. Eight, okay, okay. Also not on my list, but both. Honorable mentions. Eight, I have Oberyn. Okay. Uh, seven, seven and six. I okay. I six is Cersei. Ober- you don't want to talk about Oberyn? You know, oh, I mean, like, oh, we'll, we'll talk about it a little bit after. Um, Cersei is my six. Seven is probably the most underrated character in the whole show. That's Marjorie Tyrell. Marjorie is Marjorie was Cersei, and Cersei saw that and just fucking killed her. So, ten, Catelyn. Nine Tormund, eight Oberyn, seven Marjorie, 
six, Cersei. What's your uh, uh, 10 through six? All right. My number 10, I'm going Xandor Clegane, the Hound. He, uh, man, what what an arc. He got a great, you know, nice finish for him. Uh, but he was so good. And he's been around for so long. I love when he saved Sansa back when she was at the fucking Lannisters. I loved her, him and Arya getting killed, blah, blah, blah. Then at number nine, I have Rob Stark, the young wolf. I mean, I was I was so on board for him when he was, you know, winning battles and shit. I that, was like that cheering. Was, that was what made fucking Thrones Thrones because they were like, the whole time, they're just like, dude, this is, this is, because like in a movie, Rob Stark would be the fucking guy at the end fighting and Game of yeah. Thrones is like, he's winning, he's coming back, he's against the odds, he's smart, he's out-dueling people. Dead. <laughs> fucking betrayed yeah um number uh seven eight. or eight here i have brienne of tarth okay uh, another one i know these characters lasted a long time but i mean i love i love brienne in the beginning i heard in jamie's plot line was amazing and i loved her and your number 10 uh lady stark you know the great combo yeah uh these uh, my next two, uh, six and seven, are the two Lannisters, Cersei and Jaime. I have Cersei ahead of Jaime. Uh, neither of them have made, barely made it in my top five, but um, great character arcs for for Jaime. And then Cersei is just a badass bitch, one of the best TV villains ever. Yeah. All right. So we both have Cersei at six. She just she was the best player of the of politics. Basically, she played yeah, the and, Game of Thrones. She yeah, she made me so angry sometimes. So um, and yeah, as you'll see later from my my list, I, I love a good villain. You, if you give me a good villain, that's why the show is great. Everyone's like Breaking Bad's so good. Seasons one and two are dope. I think season three is when uh, what's his name comes in, uh, Gustavo. Once uh -huh. once Gus Fring comes in, that is when Breaking Bad fucking turns up a notch and just goes. Yes, up. once yes, because I mean Walter turns it up a notch. Yes, and then know, everything, every everything gets ramped up. Yes, so I love a good villain. Cersei's in there. Oberyn was so cool. That dude was so cool. He was <laughs> yeah. he was banging chicks and dudes. He doesn't he doesn't care. He was a fucking he was a viper, and he was charming, and he was handsome, and he was American in real life, and he was and he got his head squished, and then he got his head squished. I thought he fucking killed him out in like six times in that fight. He fucking that popped like a, a grape. That was that was one of the goriest ending, like one of the craziest endings to any episode. That left me almost as shocked, like j just shocked, not depressed, as the red wedding. You know, just like yeah, oh, what just happened? Yeah, because you know? it was like it was dead. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't just like a. It wasn't uh, if somebody's beating somebody to death, there's like punch punch this one was just like squeezing the head and normally it's like oh i'll punch him in the gut and then and then he gets up and then i get up and i beat him up it was just pop episode over pop. yeah <laughs> why and you and there were so many stakes on that fight so yeah. and then oh. um marjorie dude marjorie is underrated as shit she was it's cersei so she was also the hottest character in the show so in hot oh she was hot um, i thought she was the hottest she she was banging. Uh, what's that? What's that dude? Like, wait, wasn't there like a gay dude? She, yeah, the gay king, uh, Stannis. Stan, or, no. no, no, Stannis killed in the face of Stannis. A ghost with the face of Stannis killed. It was Brianna Tarth's king. I can't remember his name right now. I don't know the other Baratheon, right? Yes. So whatever, but yeah. Um, dude, Diane she Hansen. was. 
she was so hot, but so manipulative and so power hungry. She didn't. She just. She honestly would just bang any king and like, hey, put a baby in my belly, baby. I'm here. Yeah, and then she, but she was also like really good to the poor, but only because it made her look good. You yes. know what I mean? Yes. So she was a sly bitch. I loved her. All right, top five. We'll go one by one. Give me your five first. My number five. This hurts that she's this low, but my main bitch, Sansa Stark. Like, Sansa. oh my god, she went through all the shit. I hated her at times, but you know, you I always had to say. But look what the situation she's in, you know? Yeah. And, and then she ends up just being a badass bitch and leading the entire North, which is just like her whole goal. And she accomplishes pretty much everything she wants to. And she's going to be the best leader out of all of them in my, yeah. uh, out of all the Starks. Over Bran? <laughs> Way over Bran. I, I'll mention Bran also made Braun his master of coin. Braun didn't know what debt was. <laughs> earlier in this season in season 8 Tyrion taught Bronn what debt is and now he's the master of coin the six kingdoms are going to collapse very soon Yes, the north will just absorb it so my number 5 also a female Brienne of Tarth ah, I yeah. love I think the happiest I was pure happiness all season, if not seven and eight combined, was when she got knighted. That was so cool. That was I, awesome. That was awesome. That was, yeah, that was one of the best parts of the last season, That's, for sure. Like, that's just a character, boots in the ground, lunch pail kind of character, just kicks ass and doesn't ask for anything, and she became a knight, and it was dope. Yes. All right, number okay. four. My number four, I, this person... I, I, it feels like they should be higher, but I wanted to keep moving them down. I'm going Jon Snow. Okay. Number four. He's a little low. You know, he's basically the was the everyone thought he was the protagonist of the show. Um, bad. I had some of the most fist pumping scenes in the whole show. You know what I mean? Like, so that's what really adds to his. He was he became a dumb idiot in the last two seasons. I'll point a that stupid, out. Stupid babbling moron who's good at fighting. Yeah, who he's a great fighter, great. But in the last two seasons, he literally gave nothing. He was never made a decision. So um, that really moved him down on my list. But I mean, the Battle of the Bastards, getting him leading the Nights. What he was amazing leading the Nights Watch. Everywhere he went, he was a like he was the leader. He's our king. He's our everything. Oh, and then when he was stabbed by all those people, oh my god! Remember, and the kids stabbed him too. Yeah. Oh. oh, great show! Great show. My right. number four is Tyrion Lannister. Tyrion, okay. uh, uh, you haven't said him yet, right? Correct. And I, I assume he's up there for you, so I'll save my thoughts on Tyrion. Well, he's my next one. I'll, I'll spoiler. He's my number three. So I'll right. just talk. <laughs> Tyrion's. If he, I again, last episode he was awesome. He was classic Tyrion. But the rest of the season, season seven, he was just a moron again. He was dumb. Yes, but at least I think he was he uh, why he's number three for me, and I I debated him number two or one, but um, he always said clever things at least and had clever dialogue the whole time, yeah. and I he always entertained me even if he was making the wrong decisions. The only one that really bothered me was convincing everyone to go go get a White Walker. 
That is the stupidest. I cannot get over that in season seven. Let's go get one. We don't know anything about them. We have bought like one of them, and Sam Tarly killed Sam it. Tarly accidentally killed one. Yeah, not in my top ten, by the way. Um, so, yeah, and they know nothing about it. Let's send all of our most important warriors <laughs> to go get one. And they're, they die, but then they get saved by a raven and who flies all the way to uh, fucking wherever Danny is. And then the dragon flies all the way back before morning, basically. So, yeah. madness. It, that was dumb. But Tyrion, what a character. I mean, the most clever the whole season, the whole series. So, yes, my number three. My number three is Jon Snow. We already talked about it a little bit, but... Uh, I wish he had a cooler ending. I mean, like, more, I don't know. John, I guess John's a, John's a Northman. He basically, everybody just kept telling him, dude, you're not, you're not Ned Stark's son. You're a bastard. Your life sucks. Mm-hmm. You, you're dumb. You'll be nothing. Go up to the Night's Watch. Everyone up there is like, oh, you're the worst. Fuck you. And then he, he goes out. He gets banned. He, he goes to the Wildlings. Everyone's like, you're a crow. Blah, 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 blah. And every, everywhere he goes, he could, he just got shit on, and then eventually but then he wins everyone over. Everybody sooner or later. So, I just wish he had a better ending than just everyone being scared of Grey Worm. That's literally what his ending was. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, I think we have the last, the same last two. If I'm, I think no, so. No, actually, no. You don't you have my number two uh, is Ramsey Bolton. Yes, that is not my number two. He's no. not in my top ten. I did hate him, but I oh, couldn't. Ramsey Bolton, what a fucking psychopath! This dude rules. <laughs> this yes, guy. You, I mean, I I do not allow rapists on my list. Like that upset oh. me so much that I didn't want to put him on here. But yes, he is. He is the most hateable person in the show. Like I, Joffrey. I like him. Oh yeah, and Joffrey. I like both of them so much. Because they were exactly what they needed to be. It wasn't like they were one thing and they were really good at that, but kind of annoying or kind of good at like. He was just supposed to be a psych, a psycho. He was supposed to be good at torture. He was supposed to be good in battle. He was supposed to ruin people's lives, and he didn't stick around yeah. that long. Like he was, yeah. He was he was in it long enough where he oh, like every everything that he was around was miserable you know what i mean yes. theon yeah. got his penis gone and his whole identity theon wasn't even a character for a whole season because of him it was rick God, or whatever dude. his name is that, reek that reek dude that was the most brutal watch was him torturing theon like i i hated theon so much and that made me feel so bad for him same you and know like he was so good at um ramsey was so good at like coming in with a smile like hey you want to be my friend oh, no penis first- fuck you like, hey, here's two hot girls, he boner, like, cut your boner off. Him sneaking him out was, like, one of the craziest, like, pretend sneaking him out, and he sneaks him right back into the dungeon. Yeah. And he's like, actually, I'm your capture. I'm your captor. Uh, you're fucked. You know what I mean? Dude. That was so clever and so evil and so awesome. There were there were a few times where Ramsey was told, like, dude, you, you play too many games. Like, I don't care. That's why I'm fucking alive. He, he <laughs> lived the torture, and he did it. He basically killed Sansa as a person, killed Theon as a person. Obviously, they came back stronger, um, le- like later. But he, like the people that they were going into Ramsey, they were not those people anymore. Those people were dead. Little Bird from Sansa dead. Theon dead. Ramsey's number two. 
Yes, I mean, uh, he did make Sansa the badass bitch she is now, so the North can thank him for that. Um, my number two is also a, now a psychopath, but the pretty much the champion of the first six, se- seven seasons. I'm going Daenerys Targaryen, number two. Uh, I get it that it ups, you know, people started to hate her because, but that's what she she wanted you to do. And I think she, I think her acting in that scene where John killed her was excellent. I really liked how she was given the crazy eyes and sounded like. I, no, I'm right. Yeah, I'll tell them what's right. I yeah. know what's right. And she was just given those eyes. I thought that was badass. Her destroying all of the towers, you know, on that last fight also got me excited. You know, thinking back at it, it was, you know, kind of lame that there was no, like we said earlier, it was so easy for them, even after the Night King. Yeah. It was just still so easy. But that doesn't affect her being a badass bitch and just destroying the shit out of all those things. Um, she was the champion from the jump, freeing slaves. I hate slavery, and she hates slavery. Very relatable, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, and, and every t- every time she liberated a city, it made me so happy. And she would get shit on too. Like people took her dragons, and she went and like stole them back, you know, and like burned those stupid wizard like bald twin people, burned them alive. I I remember thinking so much during the show, like. God, I, I I want more Danny in this episode. You know, like I hope this episode has more Danny. You know, like I yeah. oh, more Khaleesi. I was calling her then. You know what I mean? So I, I I really call back to me just always wishing there was more Danny in the episode. And she's my number two. Danny's not even in my top, number top one. ten. Number one is the best Stark, most favorite Stark. Number one is Brand Stark. Yep, Bran is the <laughs> is the winner. That is who we both unanimously oh, have. God. Arya's number one. It's it's easy. Uh, I mean, I mean, what are we even gonna say? <laughs> She's the goat. We've been basically sucking her dick the whole last season yeah. about how amazing and badass she is, and she stuck to being a badass. I really thought she was gonna kill Danny too, and like when she was like they, sneaking, they wasted the whole brown eyes, black, blue eyes, green eyes thing. So many wastes, dude. So many fucking wastes. <laughs> Yeah, Arya's number one. That's all I got. <laughs> it's yeah. obvious reasons. All right, top ten. I've got Catelyn Stark, Tormund, Oberyn, Marjorie Tyrell, Cersei, Brienne of Tarth, Tyrion, Jon Snow, Ramsay Bolden, Arya. I have Xander, Gagain, Rob Stark, Brianna Tarth, Jamie Lannister, Cersei Lannister, Sansa Stark, Jon Snow, Tyrion Lannister, Daenerys Targaryen, and Arya Stark. Shitty list. All right. Um... Um, you're the one who doesn't have Danny on your top ten, and I think that's ridiculous. I haven't been a big Danny fan for like four seasons. That's crazy. She's been so badass. She sucks. What are you talking <laughs> about? She sucks. All right. What have you been watching lately? That is, you know what? Moment of silence. That is probably the last time we'll talk about Game of Thrones on this podcast. Yeah, I mean, the only other reason would be if like. That guy comes out with another book, and we read the Wikipedia on it or whatever. Yeah, I, I would honestly just like read like a Twitter thread. Yeah, or like I'd just read on Reddit, see yeah. what people say. Be like, well, yeah, now I read the book. All right, uh, have you watched anything? I've been watching a little bit of Chernobyl. It's a pretty badass show. A lot of like dirty politics, and it was like you know it was like forty years ago, so it's kind of like relatable and like 
you can it's crazy to think about so uh pretty cool it's only got like three episodes out though so cool oh and uh i think i told you about this no i don't think i've talked about this um what we do in the shadows oh my god this is like the best show i've watched this is literally it's by like the writers of the office and uh rest development or whatever it is just as funny as The Office right now. It only has eight episodes. It's about vampires. I, I am legitimately thinking this. If this gets as many seasons, it is so fucking funny. Every episode I am cracking up and it's just like The Office, but with vampires. Like that same type of humor. And it's, But it doesn't feel like it's ripping The Office off. What is it off on? It. Um, FX, I think. It's on FX, right. yes. So everyone can see it. And if you got like the regular TV... Or you got the whatever TV, you can just pull up the episodes. It's just in the first season. Seriously, so fucking funny. I'll give it a look. Uh, I really haven't seen anything. Saw a trailer for um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. We talked about it earlier. That looks dope. I'll see that soon. Toy Story 4 is coming out soon. I keep forgetting about that. Not not excited about it. I don't know what. I saw a trailer. It just doesn't, I don't know. It's not giving me the excitement. Which is crazy because I'm a huge Toy Story guy. I was more. I'm, I was I'm more. Sure it, but. I was more excited that Toy Story was in Kingdom Hearts than Toy Story Four coming out. Yeah, I mean, Toy Story Three was like monumental, and now that they're doing a four, it feels like oh, now they're just kind of getting money out of me. Yeah, you know, and they will get money out of me. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, Jake, that's episode ninety. Final thought. Final thought. Um, Sansa Stark is should be ruling the world and that the fact that they chose Bran over the like three better at least minimum three better choices sitting at that council was ridiculous and that will stick with me um my final thought is uh that's that's the the final thought okay taco bell fucking episode over <laughs> oh sucks Bye. All right, 12 on Sports Radio, Two Shots Podcast Network, Spotify, Podbean, Podbean, Podbean. Episode 90 in the books. I love you all. Bye. Desperate for changing, starving for truth. I'm closer to where I started. Chasing after you I'm falling even more in love with you Letting go of all I've held on to I'm standing here until you make me move I'm hanging by a moment here with you Forgetting all I'm lacking
I'm falling even more.